Welcome to the Biz Bash podcast, where we make biz strategy a piece of cake. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Cammie, but you might know us better as Eliza and Calligraphy and Cammie Monet. We want to help you, our fellow stationers, artists, and calligraphers, confidently build a profitable and personality-driven creative biz. We're here to share our honest-to-goodness advice and actionable strategies for ambitious artists. So put on your party hat, quit being a procrastinator gator, and let's get this party started. Hey, BizBash babes. Welcome back for episode 29 of the BizBash podcast. Today, we're super excited to be talking about the inside scoop on starting and running a podcast because Lord knows Cami and I were so overwhelmed when we even started considering the idea of starting a podcast and what the heck were we supposed to do and how do we go about it and all of these different questions that we had. So we're just going to kind of break it down for you guys today. Um, to show you our process of what we did, as well as uh, recommend some amazing people who we were able to learn from when we first started ours. Yeah. And before we do all that, I want to read a review really quick. Um, So this is from The Lettering Grove on iTunes. And she says, love it. This podcast is great. This podcast lets me feel like I'm part of an entrepreneurial group of creatives and that I am not alone. I'm able to learn something each episode and apply it to my journey. These girls are blunt and to the point with no funny business except I think we do get a little funny. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I feel like I'm listening to an honest podcast that doesn't speak too generically and I'm getting honest opinions on how to run a creative business. Great job, guys. Keep the episodes coming. Yay. Oh, man. oh, we definitely have a lot of funny business. I mean, yeah, we can't I know. <laughs> this, whole, this podcast could be called Funny Business. <laughs> Actually, that'd oh be a super gosh. cute podcast name, don't you think? Like a business Yeah, because podcast? it's still business related. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Someone, if you want to take that, you can totally do that. But just give me credit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, podcasts are, I feel like podcasts are having more of a moment, but I guess they really have always had their moment. But I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of resurgence happening again. So, oh, for <sighs> sure. I mean, I think podcasts are becoming more popular than ever, especially because it's such a multitasking thing. Yeah, like you can totally be doing something else while you listen to podcasts. You can't really watch Netflix uh, or binge something like intense while also trying to, I don't know, like design an invitation suite on your computer. It doesn't work that that well, at least not for me. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I don't really like to watch TV anyway. I prefer to like listen to something because I don't have to focus as much. And everything I listen to is like a murder podcast. I don't really want to watch that. (laughs) I'd rather just, I can imagine things just fine. So, (laughs) yeah, that's the funny thing too is that I would say that the majority of podcasts we listened to before we started our own podcast were not other business podcasts. They were strictly like crime related. (laughs) Um, Actually, I used to listen to a lot more business. Now I don't really listen to any more business podcasts because I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just sick of it. <laughs> just kidding. Oh yeah, the spo- yeah. At some point, the sponge gets so full that you can't like handle anymore. Yeah, I think we like, talked about that before. Exactly. I think I just kind of. I'm like, okay. I feel like I learned a lot, and now I want to do my own thing, and that's great. So, yeah. Oh, that yeah. reminds me of our like top 100 tips and tricks, where we were like, listen to podcasts, and then the next one was like. Or don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, because <laughs> I wrote listen to podcasts and you were like, no, because you used to have this thing where you didn't like to listen to business advice and I like literally listened to it all day long. <laughs> yeah, because I would get too overwhelmed. I would, it would just remind me of like all the things I wasn't doing in my business. So yeah, figure out what works for you. But now I'm just stuck on true crime stuff. So anyway, okay. 
oh, we thought that starting a podcast was going to be way harder, or at least I totally did. But it actually is a pretty straightforward process once you just kind of get over the initial like scariness of not knowing what you're doing. Um, but luckily, Elizabeth was there to figure out all the crazy tech stuff, which is what I was most concerned about. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to edit stuff and I don't have time to figure that out. But she's like, that's right up her alley. So it all kind of worked out. But uh, when we were first brainstorming the podcast, we were literally just walking around Savannah and being like, well, what if this happened? And we had a little notebook. We were just like sitting on like little um, benches and trying to just figure things out. It was very impromptu. And then, yeah, I just remember walking home in the dark and being like, okay, well, if you do this, then I'll do this. And then be like, okay, it's finally happening. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. We should try to find the notebook where you're writing all those notes down because it's like really I think it's like really cute like to go back and like look on all of that would be really fun. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> to see what we wrote down. But you and I both have a billion notebooks. So who knows where I it know, is? Let's I be know. real. Seriously. Always writing something down in something somewhere. <laughs> Always a rifle paper code notebook. That's <laughs> just stashed <Okay>. everywhere. <laughs> Before we talk about like, we're going to talk about like scariest part of starting a podcast, some of our doubts, and then like literally how we did it. We kind of want to give like credit where credit is due because a lot of what we learned about podcasts came from some um, other amazing online resources and people that you guys could go to as well if this is something you're considering. So the three biggest people for us were Amy Porterfield. She has an online marketing made easy podcast. Um, Pat Flynn has an awesome podcast about um, passive income, right? I can't remember the name of the podcast specifically, but just look up Pat Flynn and he does a ton of stuff about podcasts. And then Jenna Kutcher has some great online information about podcasts as well. Yeah, Pat Flynn's, it was like a three-day free mini course on starting a podcast. And I honestly felt like that was the most helpful thing. Like, it literally broke down every technical step. And it was free. And it was really easy to watch. Like, you know, how to upload your stuff to Libsyn and what you need to do. Like, I feel like, I I think I skipped the first day because it was like figuring out who your audience is and your topic. And I was like, we got that covered. All right, let's get to the important stuff here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, Pat, move on. Yeah. And then I did write down as a cheeky little number for Google because Google's so our cheeky. overlord. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, I have found a ton of other information related to podcasts and how to do a bunch of things via Google. So there's always going to be something out there if you like have a question that you need answered um, in regards in regards to doing this yourself. Totally. Um, so let's talk about the scariest part of starting a podcast. Um, actually, there's a lot of scary parts. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> there's way more than just one. So obviously, one of them will anyone even listen or care? Like, are we just speaking out into an empty void, basically, because you don't know if people are gonna like your podcast, or if you're just gonna be speaking to your mom or whatever. So that's mm-hmm. kind of terrifying. Yeah, I mean, It's still crazy to me. It's like mind boggling knowing that we have as many people listening as we do because it doesn't feel that way. We've said this before. It just feels like us talking to like our microphones in our boxes in our office. Like (laughs) I'm like literally like in my pajamas right now. Like it doesn't feel like this this thing where like everyone is watching and listening. But we definitely thought at the beginning we were like what will be – you know, like our purpose for this and what will we do if nobody listens? Then yeah, it's all we, kind like of like an exit nothing. plan. I was like, we need an exit plan just in case. Like, what if this is a total flop and like we don't want to just keep putting our time and resources and money and effort into it if no one's going to listen? So, like, 
how to like gracefully bow out if we need to like do that. So we did talk about that, but right now there's no chance of that happening. We're going strong. So yeah. And we were so nervous at the beginning that we were like, okay, we're going to do an episode every two weeks. Like we were yeah. going to do the bi-weekly guys. And then we kind of had an aha moment. What would you say? Like December Cami? I can't remember where we had that conversation. Yeah, we, we were both like, were oh, just we like, listen, we need to do a weekly. Both of us pretty much said at the same time, like, we're like, okay, yeah, (laughs) bi-weekly is just not enough. Like every two weeks, like what's even the point of doing two episodes a month? Like that's crazy. So yeah, yeah, we're like weekly. And we, I think I was most worried about the time commitment. I was very concerned about that in Savannah. I was like, I just don't know how we got the time to do all this, you know, but like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we already talk on the phone a million times anyway. So we might as well just record the times that we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we have like strategies for how we help manage that for sure, which we'll talk about later. But that makes me laugh that you say that because half of my time, half of the time, I still wonder how the heck you do have time because I know between like your products and your clients and Biz Birthday Bash, like I don't have like a big like product sector of my business, you know, so but you're like, juggling all of the balls all at once (laughs) I don't don't know like I know obviously that one of these things is gonna have to go and obviously it's not biz birthday bash but like at some point I am gonna have to choose like do I want to do wedding invitations or do I want to do products I think um you know but that's I do I can do what I want right now and it's fine but like down the road I probably am gonna have to choose so it's all good or we or we continue to help hire out more. That's the other thing. It's like uh, yeah, this hiring out more by hiring out. Yeah. I you don't know, have I'm to st- give up something you love. <laughs> I'm still stubbornly doing everything by myself. I don't know why I won't hire anybody, but I will. I will one of these days. It's hard for us to like hire people for our business because it's our baby. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but moving on to the, like the other like scary things about starting a podcast is Cammy and I were super adamant about the begin at the beginning. Like there has to be some sort of strategy for this. Like oh, yeah. this cannot just be something we're sitting down to do, like just to do. Like that doesn't, first of all, doesn't do anybody any good. And second of all, doesn't do us any good because at the end of the day, we want this to be an amazing resource for you guys, but also revenue generating for us. And that's just like the honest part of it is like we have businesses to make money. And so we have to make sure it's sustainable. Yeah. Like we, I mean, we love giving you guys as much free content as we can, but obviously like we can't give away everything and not make any money because that's just, it's just silly, you know? <laughs> so like it had to be <laughs> something that was sustainable as yeah, just like you said, but so that was kind and of the fact, like. Yeah, the fact we already had a partnership made that a lot easier because we were like, okay, we already have like common ground, right? We have like our own little baby business together instead of like being two separate businesses. I think I was like really worried about that at first, like of, oh, will this be like two, like two different worlds? But then that, that was like kind of negated by the fact of like, okay, we're doing this through Biz Birthday Bash. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. I know, and I think this really was like, we were trying to figure out the next steps with Biz Birthday Bash too because it was still kind of like in its little like toddler stage at that moment because we didn't have like resources to purchase. We were just doing like the yearly webinars and we we're like, okay, this should we go into like more blogs or like an email? Like, you know, and that we were like, no, the podcast seems like such an awesome way because, you know, we can really share our personalities and, you know, a different avenue. There's not really a stationary specific podcast. Um, 
And yeah, just and both of us love podcasts and, and it's way easier for me to just get on here and talk than like write a blog post, as you guys know, with my yearly blog post. But I know, um, I know. Sometimes I'm like, why do I even still bother to like blog? I should just like push people towards the podcast. <laughs> I know. I, it's so funny too, because I mean, I used to be a journalist. I wrote all the time. I think I'm just burned out by that. You know, like I think I did too oh, much. For and sure. I'm just like, I don't yeah. want to. Oh, and you don't need so. to. That's the other thing is like you don't need to. You're just putting pressure on yourself, I think, because that's like I yeah, I don't feel pressure anymore. Like right. I used to feel so much pressure about blogging, like, oh my gosh, but now now I don't. Like I'm like, I'm just gonna do a blog whenever I feel like it. And you know, it's it's totally fine. It's not like you know, make hurting my business. Maybe it would grow a little bit more, but at the same time it's fine right now. So yeah, put take pressure <laughs> off yourself, guys. Little side note. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, side note. Um, all right. So we already talked about like the time element, like how will we do this? Um, and then I know the biggest one was like, how do we get it on iTunes? That was so like woo woo for us. Oh, yeah. And, we like, had no idea. <laughs> literally not even the first idea of how you go about doing that. Um, once we actually did it, I was like, oh, wow, that was like shockingly easy. Um, <laughs> you basically just look up like Google how to get approved your podcast approved on iTunes and there's like three or four steps. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my mind is blown. I thought it was like gonna be a huge thing. I know. I thought we had to like meet in front of a committee and a pre- give them our idea. And they'd be like, well, this could work like shark tank. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I was just really worried. Like, will I have anything useful to say? Which kind of goes back to the imposter syndrome episode where I was like, do I have anything relevant to share to help anyone or am I just like getting up here and being like hey y'all how do you do (laughs) so just making sure I wasn't like wasting other people's time by you know talking (laughs) (laughs) that sounds so self-deprecating that's hilarious but also people get to decide whether or not they want to listen so if they're annoyed they can like turn it off but yeah yeah, I mean I would say both of us were like also kind of concerned about in terms of having enough to talk about right which I would say at this point we're more than we're more than half a year done into our content basically have content planned through the end of 2019 and I was like and I still don't feel like we're running out of stuff to say so that fear like that scary part of starting the podcast has kind of gone away especially with Q and cake because people ask amazing questions that we have sometimes turned into full episodes before Q and cake was one of our most genius ideas of all time I'll say that we did so good on that one <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, l- like, let's maybe do Q&A. And Cammy was like, or we do q and cake. <laughs> <laughs> and it just works so perfectly with our brand. We just really embraced the birthday theme because, I don't know, you, you kind of have to. You can't, like, ignore the birthday of Biz no, Birthday not Bash. No, at all. Do you know what I tell people now? Like when people ask, you know, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, well, I have two businesses. I have the custom stationery and wedding side, but I also have a business um, education for other creatives called Biz Birthday Bash, where we help creatives get to their first biz birthday. Like, so cute. I always say we're just making biz strategy a piece of cake (laughs) because that's our Uh, own Yeah, yeah, that one's perfect too. So, I mean, the like cake thing and the whole party thing has like flowed through super well. Okay, but now we can kind of like dive into like the nitty gritty with you guys of just like basically the checklist that we had to do to make sure we could get the podcast up and running. Um, So basically, there's a bunch of steps we did before we even recorded a single episode or submitted our podcast to iTunes. So we're going to go ahead and dive into those. 
Yeah, obviously we decided on a name, which is way harder than it sounds like. <laughs> but um, I think we kind of knew right off the bat that it was going to be the Biz Bash podcast and leave out birthday just because of, you know, you are limited, not limited to characters, but like how many show up and it just made more sense um, to do that. And then we wanted to change our business name. Now that we've talked about how much we love the birthday part, we did at first want to take that out, but there is another company called biz bash so we weren't mm-hmm. able to but we yeah. thought it would really work well for the podcast um and then deciding who the podcast was truly for um i think we, we first started out talking about being like oh it's for creative business owners um and then we were like no it needs to be for we need to niche down because we're not just creative business owners we are paper people we're stationers artists and calligraphers and we really really tried hard to come up with a word that encompassed all those things <laughs> Mm-hmm. And there really is no good words. So we just kind of call it paper creatives, artpreneurs, that kind of thing. So trying to keep that as specific as possible for who we're talking to, which is you guys. And I would say like the coolest part about that is even though like our intention was to talk to a very niche audience, which we still do talk to a niche audience, people outside that audience have gotten a ton out of the podcast as well. So like even um, like photographers and planners, other people who are in the wedding industry still say they've enjoyed it, even though, you know, a lot of what we're talking about, like our stationary snafu episode, right, is like specifically for stationers. So (laughs) Um, yeah, but that would be one of my biggest a tips would if someone wants to start their own podcast is to niche down. Don't just be like, it's for creative business owners, but like get specific mm-hmm. on who you're talking to or how your approach is just because it's going to make it so much easier to have clarity in how you're planning your content and, you know, for people, the right people to find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and then we went about creating our cover art. Um, Cause that was like a really fun to do earlier in the process, just to make sure we had the right look and feel uh, for what we were going for. We're still totally obsessed with it. And thank you, Megan, the photographer for your amazing photography, because the picture of us that's on the front of our, um, like our little podcast icon is from her. It's funny. Cause when we did the, the photo, we weren't playing, we weren't like, this is going to be our podcast cover art. We just had like, I got the balloons and I was like, this will be really cute. And it just, I didn't get birthday because I didn't want to spend all the money on Amazon to buy all the balloons so yeah, I just got biz bash that. and that was for the webinars and remember I was an idiot and didn't realize that um <laughs> what was it? I thought one of the letters was missing and I was like how dare they not send the right letters but it was just <laughs> it looked different un- like not inflated <laughs> when you inflate yes. it and mm-hmm. I was like oh wait this actually was right like after we finished everything <laughs> Yeah. And then actually I used some of those balloons with like a friend or family member recently. Um, I think for a baby shower, it was like my mom and I, and she mm-hmm. was like, these look weird. And I was like, don't worry. We just have to like blow them up. They'll look fine. <laughs> yeah. Cause I laid them all out and I was like, they sent us A's instead of B's. I, I don't even remember what it was, but when you, and you're like, well, maybe you just blow it up. And then I did. And I was like, oh, this is actually correct. This is so, actually correct. And yeah. then you're right. It wasn't even like we didn't even take that picture with the intent to use it for the podcast. It was just a JK rolling moment because it worked. Yes, exactly. And then I was like, we need your calligraphy on it. And then you just did it one time and sent it to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, this is it. And here we are. So anyway, go look at our cute cover art if you haven't before. That I just think it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, we um, for action tips on your cover art, you definitely wanted to stand out because... Um, on iTunes, that's pretty much the only way like 
<laughs> your only advertising method. So, you know, you really do have to judge a book by its cover, I guess. But a lot of mistakes I see with people, they put text too small on their cover art, you know, and just mm-hmm. keeping it clean and simple, big letters where it's easy to read and easy to catch your eyes, what I would recommend. So. Yeah. And I would say a lot of covers, like when I scroll through the podcasts I listen to, they kind of have like one dominating like background color and then the name really pops. And so we got really lucky because like most of our cover is that pink color, right? Like we have this really great background. So then like the Biz Bash podcast like really pops in front of it. Um, And there's like other ones that I'm like looking at and following where obviously like if you're a business owner and you're going to be hosting it, like a picture of your face is probably good to have. Um, Like Amy Porterfield, online marketing made easy, definitely has her face on the cover. You want that facial recognition. And then like my favorite murder, I love that theirs is like the cutouts of the letters. It makes it look cut out (laughs) from like the magazines. It's like, it's perfect. So yeah, the podcast art can contribute like a lot to how people are going to like interpret your podcast. And you know what? Maybe some people scroll past ours because they don't think we look serious. And that's fine because like we're not. <laughs> yeah, I just I love how I think your calligraphy just automatically like lends it to the fact that it's going to be a creative business thing, you know. So anyway, Aww. I really love our podcast art so much. It's one of my <laughs> most favorite things. <laughs> I do um, love it too. Are you ready to push the envelope in your stationary biz and finally get the answers you're looking for? We're bringing together industry leaders in one place with a virtual conference that anyone can attend. The Stationer Summit is an online game changer with session topics that are for stationers by stationers. And with 18 different educators, you can't afford to miss this. We've got the names you love. Swell Press, Design House Amora, Papel Co, Design by Laney, and so many others. And you guys, they're here to bring you the answers you can't get anywhere else. It's time to break down the walls of the stationary industry and open the door for anyone and everyone. We believe there is room for all of us at the table and we're offering you a virtual seat. And of course, we'll be there too, talking about everyone's favorite topic, pricing. Here are the deets. Early bird registration takes place August 26th through 30th. And during this week, you can save $100 on your ticket. Official registration will open September 16th through 20th. And the full price is $397. Even at full price, this is an absolute steal. Get on the waiting list today at stationersummit.com. Okay, so after we got all that cutesy stuff done, then we were testing our equipment and um, editing capabilities, which was what terrified me. So, okay, mm-hmm. so we can talk about what we use for equipment. Um, yeah, for sure. What do I have? What, what's mine again? Oh, yeah, the Blue Yeti mic is what I have. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth has the Snowball Yeti. Yes, I have the Blue Snowball. So they're like in the same family, I think. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Blue is the brand, right? So Blue Snowball, Blue Yeti. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Cami. <laughs> This was so funny. So like the Blue Yeti microphone, guys, you'll see if you look it up, it's a very common one. Um, we were having problems because Cami was like angling it. Do you remember? I'm this? an idiot. Yeah. Okay. So you're supposed to like do it straight up and down and like talk to the side of it. But I had it like angled like a normal, like how you would imagine a microphone if you have common sense. <laughs> and that was totally wrong. We couldn't figure out why my voice was like so robot-y and like very bold and loud you're like you are really intense and then finally I I looked at the instructions (laughs) (laughs) I looked at the instructions and figured out how to place it and that was super helpful and also there's like a setting on the back you do it on um 
what is it like cardioid versus like surround? I don't know. I don't remember what they're all called, but like, anyway, it's focused on like one, one direction, one voice versus like, you know, the whole room kind of thing. Like if I was in here with five other singers, we were all singing into one mic, then you want to change the back. Um, and then getting the pop filter for the mic too. So mm-hmm. our laughs don't sound like a Disney villain when we laugh because we laugh Super a lot. right screechy or like loud or things like that. Yes. Um, and then we spent like a couple good hours like just like messing with recording, I think. Yeah. You know, like and even though no one was going to listen to those things, it was still super nerve wracking to have a microphone in front of you and recording. <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. just, it was just weird. You just feel kind of uncomfortable. But um, I will say for my microphone getting, I got one of these for Elizabeth too. It's like this box you can get on Amazon and I have, I'm going to put this in the show notes, even though I always do that and then I never do it, but I'm putting it in there this time. (laughs) It's like um, this kind of like a recording box and it just has little foam walls and I just stick the microphone in there and it makes the sound quality so much better. It doesn't pick up everything in the room because my microphone is very sensitive (laughs) it will pick up like the air conditioning and everything so that was really helpful it was like 30 bucks on amazon and elizabeth Mm -hmm. used to build one out of blankets and cardboard cat bed bed. (laughs) he was like i am buying you this box oh remember when we first started recording we were both under blankets and we took a screenshot and it was just like the funniest things we're both in like blanket forts (laughs) yes i was just looking at that picture the other day i think i like saw it when i was scrolling through my like photos on my phone looking for something and i came across it and i was like this is so funny like i'm so glad we took a picture of us like doing that because we were things out (laughs) because we were facetiming while we were like trying to figure it out so we could like talk through things um (laughs) yeah i mean like that being said though like the tech still isn't always like easy we're still like problem solving a lot along the way like even earlier today like my apartment had a power outage and it just like cut everything and i was like (laughs) freaking frick (laughs) and i was just like elizabeth (laughs) can we actually probably talked another i just kept talking yeah i don't even know i just was like all right good just finally let me talk no i'm just kidding (laughs) um so we use zencaster for recording um and we use GarageBand for editing. So those are pretty simple and accessible tools. Like if you have a Mac, GarageBand is free. And that's why we used it. But I think like Audacity and some other editing programs are free too. Um, and then Zencaster like gives you the option to automatically process your episode if you want to but I'm too much of a control freak to do that so I don't use that (laughs) um and then what was the other one we we tried because Zencaster was giving us some trouble at one point I think it was just called cast yeah and we tried cast there's a there's a couple I mean obviously we have to like figure something out because we're in two different locations so it all has to be over the internet so there's a couple of different um you know programs that do this but we really Zencaster is super easy and obviously when we bring on a guest too we have to have something where we can um, record them remotely but Zencaster records everyone's audio separately so Elizabeth can edit it and make us all sound fantastic because I'm not doing that so <laughs> yeah it's it was super important to Cami and I from the very beginning to just have the sound as best as possible from the beginning onward so it's really funny because like Amy Porterfield and some of the other people that have done podcasting for a really long time they'll be like I go back and listen to my, to my first episodes and I'm like so embarrassed and horrified by like the sound quality so like Cami and I were super motivated to just 
make it as good as we could. And I'm sure we'll still go back and listen to some of the first ones and be like, oh, like that yeah. could have been better. Or I mean, yeah. like my sound totally glitched on one episode, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, we're not sound experts or professionals. We don't have a recording studio. You know, we're doing the best we can and with the stuff that we bought, but like we're not recording it on our iPhone or anything like that. So I, yeah, we definitely recommend just starting out with the right equipment. It's really not that much of, um, you know, an investment to get the right stuff or at least mm-hmm. something good. I mean, there's other microphones. I think mine was a hundred bucks. Um, I just got it because a lot of people recommended it. And I think mm-hmm. yours was like 50. I mean, there's a lot of affordable less ones. Than oh yeah. yeah. So, and it all, it all works. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did we do? Oh, recording the intro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Figuring out the intro was very hard. <laughs> yeah. Cause we had to pick music cause we wanted to have like a fun little like ditty and we didn't want to accidentally choose one that somebody else already had. <laughs> so we like went to the depths of the internet. Cammie found one, like the one that we use, you found somewhere. Like yeah. I, don't I found like five different ones and I was like, okay, let's listen to all of these and get the feel. And like, it was just, and that was when I first showed them to you or I played them for you. And then when we got to ours now, you were like, this is it. And I was like, you think so? And it was called like corporate jingle, which was so funny. <laughs> what, wasn't it? It's like corporate elevator music or I don't remember what it was I called. I think so. <laughs> I, I would have to go back and look at the name of it. Like I have the file saved on my computer if we would like ever need it. Cause we use it when we talk about like promotional things for like our resources and stuff too. But yeah, that ended up being like the perfect little um jingle and we really wanted to make sure our introduction was like right around like 30 seconds we didn't want something too long and we probably had to do like quite a few takes right I think we did like 10 takes to like get it right (laughs) (laughs) it was really hard and yeah that just coming up with an intro because you're like this is gonna be on there forever well I guess we could always change it if we wanted but it just felt very um you know permanent (laughs) yeah right like we would have to change it like if I ended up changing my business name we would have to well now you can't sorry (laughs) yeah I know now I can't um it's okay I've given up on that for now it's like not a priority I know I talked about that like many many episodes ago but (laughs) um the other thing we did was like opened up a google doc and literally just like word vomited potential ideas for topics um gosh I think we wrote down like 50 or something crazy oh I think it was way more than that actually we like because I remember I was like I don't know if we have enough to say and then I started talking about topics I was like we have too much to say (laughs) we'll never say it all Um, we'll never do all these (laughs) so then we went through and I was like okay Cammy I was like you highlight your favorite like 10, right? I was like, what are 10 you're really interested in talking about now? And then I highlighted my favorite 10. So we were able to like narrow and pick down like, okay, what are five that we really agree on that we should start with first? So we at least like picked like, okay, here's our five first topic episodes. Yes. And I was very adamant. I was like the first five got to be fire. We got to be fire coming out the gate. They got to be so good. You're like, can't we just calm down? I was like, they got to be fire. Okay. Um, but they they were fire they were total fire yeah they they were really fun they were really great ones um and we also around this time developed our whole plan for q and cake episodes how we would collect the listeners questions through an online submission form um and this was very funny guys because for the longest time we could not keep track of how often q and cake happened so if you like listen to the earlier episodes we'll be like yeah so like every other episode and then at one point cammy's like yeah so every like half a dozen episodes like we literally two weeks <laughs> we literally said it wrong so many times until we finally were like 
oh yeah, like we actually counted and realized that our pattern was every five episodes. So we we kind of got that nailed down. Um, yeah, and every every Q and Cake episode is when we record a new podcast round. So we will record all five all at once on Q and Cake days. So if you ever wonder what we're doing on those days, we're recording. <laughs> Yeah, whatever Q and Cake episode is released, that normally means we're in the studio, quote unquote, which is in, like us in our pajamas. In the guest box. bedroom or sometimes <laughs> in my closet. <laughs> well, and people actually, I have had people say before, they're really surprised when they find out we don't live in the same area because we have managed like be- between Zencaster and editing and stuff, it actually sounds like we're recording together, which makes me so happy. I know. Cool. I know. It's good that our quality is like similar enough where it sounds like we're together. <laughs> Uh, and obviously our our in our spirit (laughs) together in spirit uh okay and then let's see then we were figuring out when we wanted to be the pot when what day we wanted the podcast to launch on and i don't remember why we chose tuesday but it felt right (laughs) yeah it did and now we even like refer to them as biz bash tuesdays i think because i did not want that. I know I didn't want it to be on Monday. And then like Thursday and Friday felt too late in the week and like Wednesday's hump day. So I don't know. I think it just like worked out that we wanted it to be on Tuesday for some reason. I know. And, and all of you guys call it Biz Bash Tuesday, which is really fun for us. And so we just kind of adopted that since you guys started it. So <laughs> we love Biz Bash Tuesdays. And so now I think all of everything we do, we release on Tuesday now because it just feels right, you know? <laughs> I know. It feels so right. Um and this was actually the funny thing is, um, oh, wait, no, that's in the next part. Hold on, guys. I was about to like totally like say something that's for the next section. Um, oh, backing up <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that we did. OK, so we're still in like the precursor of like the things we did before we recorded actual episodes. And this is the last one of that section, which was choose a hosting platform. So we use something called Libsyn. It's spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N if you guys want to look it up. And it's one of the hosting platforms for podcasts that has been around the longest. Like, if not the longest, right, Cammy? Yeah, it's pretty old school. I mean, it looks like it's from 1920. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like the like the website and stuff is not necessarily like this gorgeous, beautiful, like it new age like website or it's whatever. It's not like, millennial friendly. <laughs> no, yeah, but it like gets the job done for sure. And because essentially, not to get too technical on all of you guys, but like podcasts are an RSS feed. So you have to distribute the podcast like through a hosting center and like Libsyn acts that way. And then like Libsyn has all the little like connections to the places like um, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and it distributes the podcast there for us when we upload an episode. So you have to have that. Like you cannot launch a podcast without having that. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. You have to have some kind of hosting thing. And I think there's different, there's different tiers on depending on like if you're recording a podcast every day, you're obviously are going to need to pay more for how much um, space you need for hosting. Um, so there's different levels of that. Yeah. And I think we're at like, we pay about $20 a month for this, which is super reasonable. Yes. And at one point we were even able to pay like a little less, I think, but then 
they determine like the amount you pay based on like how large your episodes are. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so when I like uploaded the one episode that was more than an hour, I like saw some of our space disappear and I was like, well, I'm going to have to like upgrade to upload more episodes. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing too with our episodes. We knew from the get go, like we, one of our pet peeves is really short podcast episodes where they're like 15 minutes long. We're like, what's the point? Um, So ours are usually <laughs> at least half an hour. I mean, we, we don't really have to try that hard because we're pretty long-winded, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah, we are. We're not. We wanted to make sure our episodes actually had some meat to them. And once you get started listening, it's not like immediately over. So, yeah, for sure. Like I think we were both in agreement. We were like, as long as we can always hit the thirty-minute mark, then we'll be good to go. Which yeah. like clearly hasn't been a problem, guys. Like yeah, they probably seriously. are between like forty-five minutes to like fifty-five minutes every time. Um, yeah. Which makes me happy. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Okay, so logistics. Logistics and once we actually decided to launch. So this was scary when we first submitted the podcast to Apple Podcasts. I think we, okay, so we recorded episode zero, which was just like basically a test episode for iTunes. Like it was nothing more than that. Like that's like, yeah, it's like why we started this. seven minutes. Yeah, it's seven (laughs) minutes, but it wasn't like... (laughs) We didn't play anything out. It was literally just we needed something to submit as, you know, a test to make sure we even got approved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that episode, I'm going to have to go back and listen to it because I'm sure it's super awkward because I was, I don't think I've ever been so nervous in my life, like trying to record something. And I was like, hi, I'm Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it took about a week, I guess, to get approved. It literally felt like waiting on getting a gift in the mail or something. <laughs> um, yeah. Because how long did it end up taking? What did it take us about like a week, maybe? Uh, four, maybe like five days. I don't think it even took that long. Because some people were like, oh, it's going to take like two weeks. And especially with the holidays, it could take like three weeks. And we we're like, holy crap. Because we wanted to launch January 1st. We we're like, we got to get this approved now. So everything was actually up and running like by December 4th. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like that first episode actually aired December 4th. And I remember it was so funny because we could like see that it had a couple listens. So we were like, who's finding it and like listening to it, <laughs> which like at the end of the day, um, if you're someone who's like super concerned about being on like new and noteworthy podcast or like being on that list, like we might have dinged ourselves by accident by putting out the podcast that early and then not following up with our like actual official episodes until January 1st. But that was like never Cami and I's goal. <laughs> yeah, to I be, think it's like, like that impossible to get on that list because it's like handpicked by people at Apple and I don't know. So like, I believe it. I totally believe it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we have, were like, like number, we were a really high number. I don't even know. I remember taking a screenshot on the business podcast when we first launched. Yeah, we were in the top 100 for a while. We were in like we number launched. 47 or something like that. I think that's pretty good. So um, yeah. it was pretty high up there. I was pretty proud of ourselves. Um, and and we released like on January 1st, we released five episodes because all of the information we saw online said like release more than one episode because you want people to have the chance to actually get hooked, right? You want to keep right. them coming back for more. And if you release just one, it's a lot easier for people to forget about it. Like, you know, yeah. Exactly. Makes perfect sense to me. So yeah, we gave you a little binge day with five episodes all at once. It was really exciting when we first released it. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Um, and then I know, okay, it was so, so fun. Oh, it was. Um, next logistical steps were figuring out formatting for um how we want to do our show notes, which are just blog posts, Canva templates, audio files, all that good stuff. So 
I mean, that's pretty yeah. straightforward. <laughs> we use like we use Airtable to organize all of this, so both of us can see everything in one place. So Camille will like write the description for the episode, and once I edit the episode, I mm-hmm. upload it to Libsyn and I copy and paste her description. So it's like a lot of like this like give and take that we're both involved in the process, and we have an order of things. The funny things is the funny thing is like we each kind of have our designated tasks and we've totally both like forgotten during the process to do certain oh, things yeah. sometimes. Like it just so happened. The last like, two weeks, the last two rounds have just been like bananas for both of us. So <laughs> it hasn't been quite as streamlined as usual, but it all gets done. It's just not quite as, you know, how we like it. <laughs> but as long as the podcast like publishes, we're pretty much happy with that. We're yeah. like, that's like the main goal, you know, like get the podcast out there, get it published. And like, all the extra things like we just give ourselves a lot of grace on because we're managing a lot of stuff. So someday we might be able to like outsource that a little more to have somebody take care of that on the back end. But like right now we run, we run all of it. We literally run the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, exactly. So yeah, if something doesn't, we don't get our little cutesy Instagram thing with our what is it like the little sound waves on it then we just don't worry about it it's not a big deal because maybe I didn't make the picture thing or we just didn't have time or whatever so it's all good um then we just don't worry about it and I know I feel like we've gotten very like chill and zen about that too in the first few months of the year we were like okay we've got to get it done and now we're like it's okay like as long as the podcast is available to for people (laughs) to listen to (laughs) I know I know seriously Okay, so that I guess we did talk about how we do batch days. So we don't just record one podcast a week, because it's just like way easier to batch things is what we realized, especially with our business, um, like biz birthday bashes, should be called biz birthday batch, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how we do (laughs) it. That's amazing. Yeah, we try to record um, like all five episodes. So like, through the next round of Q and Cake. That's kind of what we were mentioning before. Um, Five episodes at a time. And then lately, because like each round of episodes, that's kind of what we refer to them as, we've been doing a guest. So a lot of times like Cami and I will batch all our episodes one day and then we'll plan a day that's like best for the guest and do their episode like a few days later or a few days prior um, instead of trying to like get them wedged into like our crazy batching schedule. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Especially on batch days, like I... I definitely lose my mind, as you guys know, because <laughs> you listen to the podcast. So I get a little crazy on our last episode, I feel like. So it's probably good that we don't do a guest that day, too. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. uh, she needs her snacks, dear God. <laughs> she needs all the snacks. Um, and then, obviously, like logistic-wise, once you record your episodes, you're going to have to edit them. And I love the fact that Libsyn allows me to schedule them. So like once Cammy writes the descriptions, I just upload the episodes to Libsyn. And then we have like five weeks of podcast episodes done until we have to like worry about doing it the next time. So we're only recording like once a month, you know, essentially. It really is once a month, but it feels like it happens way more often than that. Like the months go by so fast. I know it's gone by scary fast this year. 2019 is just becoming this like blip in my mind. It's so true. Like I still feel like it's March right now. (laughs) It's totally not. It's (laughs) right. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. And then, well, like the very last thing, I guess, was just making sure in Libsyn that we had the right accounts connected for the platforms that we wanted the podcast distributed to. And that was kind of like 
the last step essentially. And then like watching the stats after we published it and like (laughs) making sure it distributed correctly. Like I think we had to remove it from SoundCloud because well, Cami and I are like idiots and didn't realize that you have to pay a SoundCloud subscription. Like when you upload a certain amount of audio like per month and we were like, nah, we're good. (laughs) We don't need that. So, I mean, we're on like all the big things, Spotify, iTunes, which when we first, we got on Spotify before we got on iTunes. I just remember feeling like a rock star when I was like, that's me on Spotify. Cause you know, our little podcast art, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> it's yeah, funny, it's so um, strange. It is strange. Having a podcast was one of our goals. Both, both of us had that goal um, for one day, you know, just like one day I'd like to do a podcast and we did it. We accomplished a goal. High five. <laughs> we freaking did it. High five. And we are more than halfway like through the year at this point like because this is episode 29 and then you have to factor in the fact that we like don't number q and cake episodes so there's like more than 29 episodes at this point yeah there's probably like like 34 or 35 yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool and the podcast has just been really i think i've just loved it so much because i feel like we've connected with people in a different way and like they know us better and we people reach out to us more it's just like been really cool to connect with our audience and like I don't know. I just feel very excited about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know. It's such a fun, like, medium. Like, I really like the fact that it, it like, with video, there's, like, a lot of pressure for, like, physical appearance and, like, lighting on top of sound and this and that. And, like, blogging is kind of almost, like, boring or, like, you're burnt out from it, Cami. And yeah. so to be able to, like, bring something to life via conversation has just been a really fun experience and honestly I've been like super happy with it so far like I feel like we're really going strong like we're not feeling like burnt out by the podcast which is what we were worried about at the beginning I I look forward to podcast days it's really fun I mean I just get to talk to my best friend all day then everyone gets to listen to our (laughs) conversations it's kind of (laughs) weird but you know yeah blogging really wouldn't have worked because it wouldn't have like our back and forth in it as much so the fact that there's two of us doing the business a podcast really lends itself to that so i think if you were starting a podcast or you or you want to start your own like having maybe getting a co-host because i think doing it by yourself would be very hard yeah that's you know? a lot of stuff to do by yourself unless you're hiring out some sort of help to oh, i just mean you. like talking um like doing the show by yourself oh yeah oh my gosh even that i mean like i feel like jenna kutcher and amy porterfield and those like really big like stars or whatever do such a good job they really do um but i know i would feel awkward just like talking by myself <laughs> I, I do think it would be way harder and, it, and it t- I think it takes less pressure off like knowing you're there because I'm like if I don't have anything to say or I feel like I'm going to do something stupid like Elizabeth's going to start talking and she always has something good to say so like it totally takes off way less pressure for me I know like so if I just like stop talking then I'll just stop talking and then you'll pick it up and it's fine <laughs> yeah I know well we actually have so much to say that we're actually like really bad about like interrupting each other <laughs> yeah we actually just run over each other but it's okay it That's happens. some of that stuff i can like sometimes fix in post-production if we like really get like garbled up or like <laughs> we're like no you go no you go like that'll happen occasionally because you like, can't 
each other. And they have to edit it out and it's fine. <laughs> We're just like turkeys. That's what um, Cammy says when Alex likes to refer to us as. Like when we talk like. <laughs> he says I just walk to the house like. But I really do. <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like. <laughs> okay. So I think we have given all the details on how the podcast happened and tips on how to start your own if you're thinking about it. But of course, if you have more questions, you can always ask them on our Q and cake. So it's just bizbirthdaybash.com slash Q and cake to submit your questions there. Yay. And if you're loving the podcast, which hopefully you are, make sure you take time to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to us just because it helps other creatives find the podcast. And don't forget too, that it's really easy to take a screenshot when you're listening to the podcast and share it on Instagram stories and tag us because we love it on Tuesdays when we're able to reshare those with our audience and just to like show that you guys are listening and enjoying it. So there's definitely ways to help spread the word and but otherwise you know of course just continue to listen and enjoy hopefully (laughs) exactly thank you guys so much for listening to our episode and we'll talk to you next week bye time to scoot little newt hey there fellow stationers are you creating custom invitations and still sending a lackluster contract that's hacked together with google searches and generic templates we've got you We've created a custom stationary contract written for stationers by stationers, and it is lawyer reviewed and approved. Hashtag legal rockstar. The custom stationary contract covers every stationary snafu, protects you and your client's interests, and sets up an expectation of professionalism. We've combined our previous contracts as well as years of experience to bring you a contract that covers your booty and your biz. So become a put-together pro and breathe a sigh of relief knowing that you have a contract that is easy to understand and avoids confusing legal jargon. The custom stationary contract is only $227, which is half of what you'd expect to pay anywhere else, and it's written by two gals who have seen it all. Spoiler alert, it's us. It's time for you to do things right. Go to bizbirthdaybash.com forward slash contract to purchase and download your copy today.